Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to the conversation at LYF podcast series where we provide our insight, thoughts, and experiences on today's topic. My name is JR, IT tech and web admin for the Love Yourself Foundation. And I'm Ayla, growth and development coordinator for LYF, and I'm very excited for today's episode, aren't you, JR? I am, actually, because I think a lot of the information we're going to go over is going to be important, not just for us, but for everyone who's listening to and what we're going to be getting into is actually habit building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's something a lot more focused. Usually our episodes are kind of a general topic such as growth or awakening. So I'm excited to go into the specifics of habits and how we have experienced habits and what we've kind of found in the, the process. Yeah, I'm excited. So let's go ahead and get started. What is habit building? The definition of a habit is a settled tendency or usual manner of behavior an acquired mode of behavior that has become nearly or completely involuntary. So I guess that makes a lot of sense, right? You build up a habit that you've been trying to get at for a little while, then eventually the habit just becomes normal or second nature to you. So with a habit, you just tend to kind of just do it once you've learned it a a little bit more or you've incorporated it into your life. And I think that a lot of us out there would like to incorporate more good habits. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, Habits are interesting because we have habits that aren't intentional. We just for some reason wake up and the first thing we do is look at our phone and Mm -hmm. check our emails or whatever it be. And then we do have the intentional habits where we try to go to the gym every day or whatever it may be. And so it's really interesting to consider how those differ and what we naturally are more drawn to do and then how to really put what we want to do in place. And Mm -hmm. so I'm excited to talk about that and the difference between good and bad habits, because I think a lot of times it's kind of generalized. What habits are you working towards? But also kind of considering what habits are you working away from and trying to reverse those unintentional habits that kind of just happened over the years, however they may have occurred. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I know that... Uh, we tend to focus a lot on the negative in our lives and we can probably mention a lot more bad habits than good. But I think that if we take the time to actually look within ourselves and actually see that there's a lot of good things that we do throughout the day, or we continue to be a better person and want to incorporate better habits in our lives that 
eventually once we recognize what the bad habits are, those kind of go away or you do the work necessary in order to get rid of them. I, I think it's very important to understand both to make you a better person after, you know, at the end of it all. Yeah, I think that we can continue to as long as we're continuing to work towards the habits that we want, the habits don't the habits that are bad at least don't really matter as right. much that as long as you're aware that, you know, I do want to grow. I want to make that change. You know, that's what it always comes back to. Do I want to make that change and making that effort? And so I'm not sure how we want to go about this. Mm-hmm. Maybe we want to start with just some examples of different areas of habit building and how we go about that. Sure. Okay. So one of the first things that I found with establishing habits is the 2090 rule. And I thought that I would kind of put that out there first to kind of understand how a habit forms and we can go into the specificities mm-hmm. of what different habits look like. So this rule says that you need to do a habit every day for 20 to 22 days, every day in a row, okay. which, which can be hard. Okay. Consistency. <laughs> We're already yeah, in there. Consistency. And then following that, you need to maintain that habit structure for three months. Mm. And that's where the hard part comes because you're like, yes, I'm going to do this every day. And you feel like you kind of got it all sorted after a few weeks and then you kind of loosen up a little bit (laughs) and it's not really secured. And I think that that three month, which is kind of in total four months Mm -hmm. of going through a specific habit that makes it more a part of your life. You know, that's a a third of a year. Right. And so it's really becoming instrumental to your daily life. And that's when the habit starts to form. But it can be hard because you may try to do too many habits at once. Mm. It may be a difficult. Guilty. Guilty <laughs> oh, me too. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but there's a lot of different areas that you can work on building habits. And a lot of times what I see is people structure it to the times of day. Mm. So what routines or habits do I want to have in the morning, the afternoon, and the evening? Right. I don't know what your experience is. Yeah, I think that a lot of my routines or the good habits that I'm trying to instill into me usually fall along with that morning time. It's either waking up at a certain time or waking up early, going to the gym is another one. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people who are out there are kind of struggling habit as well. But what I've kind of noticed too is going along with the the 2090 rule is when I was consistent with, let's just say the gym, for example, it allowed me to be consistent with waking up early. It allowed me to kind of have a concrete morning routine that I was capable of doing every single day and, and didn't miss a day that it felt exactly like what you're talking about, where as the habit continues that you are strong enough or mentally prepared for the three months of that 2090 rule, that eventually it just becomes second nature. I'm obviously talking about the past, not not the present, <laughs> but it's very interesting how your mind kind of adapts to a regime if you allow yourself to do it often enough, which is for me kind of exciting because it reintroduces me back into that mode of, okay, these are the steps that you need in order to incorporate all this good stuff. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. A lot of the research that I looked into said that One, the morning was the best time to establish different habits in a routine, but also that if you have one habit already current, it's best to add to that. Mm -hmm. So if you already brush your teeth as soon as you wake up, add another habit to that same time frame. And it's much easier to continue in a routine. You know, I do this, then I do this and kind of like a step to-do list order than it is to say, okay, I'm going to do this at this time. And Mm -hmm. then two hours later, I'm going to do this, you know, and I can see how that can get confusing. So I think it's really interesting to see how the morning plays into it. And I think it's a great time 
to have habits in place because it's usually can be defined however early you want it to be Mm -hmm. whenever you wake up, whether that's 10 minutes before you got to go to work (laughs) or it's a couple hours. Still counts. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully you'll be able to start a habit that's a little bit before then to prepare better. But morning routines have actually been um, kind of in between for me. I always find it to be easier to do things as soon as I wake up. And this is kind of because you have sort of a a well that is replenished as soon Mm, as you wake up. Yeah, yeah. Um, All your energy is in that well. And when you wake up, obviously, it's fully renewed. It has all of the water inside and all the energy. And so you have the, you know, motivation, the space to do all the things you want to do as soon as you wake up, if you give yourself the time. As the day goes on, you interact with people, you get things done, you're either productive or whatever it may be, but you're spending that energy. And so that's why it's a lot harder when you wait till the end of the day to set those things in place. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, A lot of habits kind of die in the afternoon, evening for me, just because, especially when I was working at UNLV, I'm just too tired. Mm -hmm. Or at least I tell myself I'm too tired that by the time I get home, I really don't have any room left to allow myself to do those good habits. So I definitely understand that quite a bit. The morning time has always been more successful for me when it comes to that. And along with that same idea of allowing the morning to be that space for those good habits. I've also learned from a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear, uh, the idea of chaining um, habits together. So there's one big habit that you're trying to do, but there are smaller habits that are still good that can help along uh, with that journey as well. So that idea of going to the gym is the, the main goal, right? Or the main habit that I want to incorporate into my life. Mm-hmm. But along with trying to go to the gym in the morning, I'm allowing myself to wake up early. I'm allowing myself to make sure I'm taking my vitamins or my supplements in the morning that I, 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 that I need. And that kind of chains all together to that ultimate result of me getting to the gym. But you realize that all these other good habits are happening at the same time. Yeah. You just don't know that because it's either too small for you to, one. it's not the main one, yeah. but I like that idea of it all just culminating into one bigger habit you know yeah and I think it's a lot easier to look at it when you think of it as a routine you know when I'm going to the gym what are the steps that are happening before and after that you know the protein Mm -hmm. shakes that you're making or like you said vitamin supplements I think that's a really good point and yeah like I said the mornings are a great time to do that I definitely it's easier said than done of course (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) but you know as I graduate and move forward with what I want my daily life to look like. It's definitely something that I consider, what do I want the habits to be? Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of that for me is not going on my phone the first thing I wake up. I think that's very distracting. One, mm-hmm. I waste a lot of time. And and the funniest thing is I'll say, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to wake up right at 8 a.m. Okay. And I'm not going to sleep in. And then I'll wake up at 8 a.m. and sit on my phone yeah. for 30 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to slept in that time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The priorities are different. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. But I really want to start, I guess the first one that I would try to build is changing that that initial first hour that I wake up. What Mm -hmm. does that look like? But we're going to go through that. (laughs) Yes, we are. So for personal experiences, when it comes to 
habit building, personal habits, even bad habits as well. Some things that I outlined right now that I've been doing a lot is golf, for example. Golf is something that I'm very passionate about. It's a hobby right now, but it could turn into something even bigger. But along with golf, you know, there's so many things that are involved in the game that you need to build good habits for the swing example. Mm-hmm. If you are having a tendency of incorporating bad habits, bad swing playing, the way that you move through the golf ball or any of that, I hope that everybody is not asleep at this point, <laughs> but bear with me that your golf swing will just not be what it is that you want. And I think it's that idea of consistency as well. The more you try to adapt good habits into a golf swing, the more your swing is going to develop Mm -hmm. and ultimately ultimately will allow you to enjoy the game because you're striking the ball better or it's going in the direction that you want it to go. So the idea of building good habits and really just starting small and not doing too much at once has been beneficial and allowed me to kind of adapt that mentality into other things that I'm doing as well. But it's important to you know, kind of start small, especially with the game of golf or any sport that you're doing or re- practically anything. anything you want to do. Don't go for it all in one shot because as we know, when we try to go too far or try to do too much, then you never build a habit anyway. So yeah, yeah. it's like the practice makes perfect kind mm-hmm. of motto and eventually you do it so often that it becomes second nature. And that's the same thing with habits, whether it's with a sport or whatever habit it may be, the more often you do it, the less you'll think about the actual actions Mm -hmm. and it'll become a lot easier. But I know that that first month is really difficult depending on how far you're stretching it. And I know for me, I always take the beginning of the year, like everyone else, you know, (laughs) I, I say new year's resolutions. What are all, what are all the things I want to accomplish this year? What are all the things that I'm going to try to change? And it'll be like 15 to 20 things probably knowingly that it's only going to be like five of them that I actually (laughs) accomplished, but just kind of a general idea of how I want to change throughout the year. And I know that it's such a good marker for me to say, okay, it's a new slate of things I can do. But my problem will be that I'm trying to, I'm looking at the end goal basically. And I'll say by the end of this year, I want to accomplish this, but I'm thinking that I got to do it that day and I got to make sure it's, it's done that day. And I think that's a big problem when starting habits is we kind of get overwhelmed with that end product. Like I'm not even ready to get there yet. And so I like that you mentioned the small steps that kind of build up to that. I think it's really important in that I have noticed for myself and from people close to me building their habits that a lot of times we're obsessed with the process instead of the outcome. Mm. And what I mean by that is, for example, you're saying, okay, I have to do this thing, whatever it may be, every single day. And you miss one day and all of a sudden you're like, it's over. (laughs) I failed. I'm a horrible person. I didn't do whatever I needed to do this day. Okay, next year. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) next January 1. It's going to go back (laughs) on the list, I swear. And so it's, it's really hard because we are just so obsessed with making sure we do it every day. And I think that that is what halts a lot of people from accomplishing what they want to because they're so obsessed with that number. I got to do things every single day. And I've seen a lot of programs and a lot of different suggestions to people who are looking for this process to do something every day and make sure you never miss a day. And when you have that mentality, you become more obsessed with making sure it gets done every day than mm-hmm. why you're even doing it. Right. And so when you start looking at it, like I'm working towards an outcome 
and reminding yourself constantly of what that outcome is, it becomes less about, oh, I skipped today. Oh my gosh, it's over. Yeah. And more about, okay, tomorrow's a new day. We'll get back onto it tomorrow. Work yeah. extra hard, you know? And for me, I think the best example of that is the gym. Yeah. <laughs> and it's something that's on a lot of people's habit list of mm-hmm. wanting to solidify. I've gone in and out of having it on my list and being like, it's not happening this year. But recently, for the past two weeks, actually, I've had a really good structure of three days on, one day off. Good. And I've stayed on with it. And I think that it's because I don't look at it as... I need to go to the gym today to go to the gym today. It's more, I want to be healthy. I want to improve my muscles and I want to be stronger. And so I look at it as, okay, I need to make sure that I do that today because that's the goal that I'm looking for. And on the days when I'm like, wow, today's not it. I'm (laughs) I'm tired because I didn't do it first thing in the morning, early afternoon. I I waited till 8 p.m. I have tried my best to force myself to go anyway. Mm. And my grandpa actually used to own a gym And he would have people ask him, what's the hardest workout at the gym? And he told me that he said, it's getting through the front door. And that really changed my perspective because I noticed that once you're there, it's fine. You know, you do what you got to do, but really it's about getting there. And that's the most strenuous process that seems to be happening. So with that, I kind of changed my perspective to, okay, I don't really want to go to the gym today, but I know once I'm there, it'll be fine. Yeah. And I know that whatever is causing me, whatever it's tiredness or laziness to not do this habit, to not go to the gym, that if I just force myself through it today, I'll be continuing that solidification, Mm -hmm. I guess, in the habit. And so while that's sometimes not always possible, because some days you just really aren't feeling it, that's when I tell myself, okay, we for some reason couldn't do it today it's okay we have tomorrow we can continue on it doesn't mean we have to quit <laughs> right yes and i think that's kind of going back to uh older conversation that we had about compassion i think allowing yourself to not be down on you to you know if you miss a day or maybe you missed a week of whatever it is that you're trying to incorporate in your life that you just don't give up mm-hmm. immediately never too late it's never too late and having that consistency of allowing yourself that compassion of okay i didn't go to the gym today i'll go tomorrow or i didn't go to the gym this morning as much as it is a strenuous task to do it in the afternoon i want to do it because i want to do it for me mm-hmm. is kind of always remembering who you are and understanding yourself and being okay with you know it not working out it's okay Just do it the next day, do it this weekend, whatever the case may be. Just allow yourself that flexibility to drop off a little bit because it's better to just drop off and then get back into it than drop off and then next January 1, you put it on your list and then we're going to try it again. Or burn yourself out, really, Mm -hmm. because if you're pushing it every... If every day for me is I got to force myself to go, (laughs) there's some sort of process in my daily routine before then that isn't working because you should never feel like it's either too difficult or you're not enjoying it or, you know, if it's something like that, you need to find a better way to enjoy the process. So it doesn't seem like you have to force yourself every single day to do it. Right. Find, you know, even if it's brushing your teeth in the morning and you keep forgetting to do it, play some music, Yeah. <laughs> find some way to make that process more enjoyable so that you do remember to do it, whatever it may be. Right. And I think that for me, 
the best way to stay on track with habits is to remind myself why I set them in the first place. Because mm. there's lots of books, lots of programs, like I mentioned, that say you have to do this and this and this to be successful, to be happy. And sometimes I feel like I'm implementing what someone else defined as a good habit instead of what I know for myself. So I'm doing things that someone else told me to do, not because I want to do it myself. And that makes it a lot harder to stick with the habit right. for me. It's it's a lot harder to see why I'm doing it. And some days I'm like, okay, well, why am I doing this again? What was the purpose? And it's that getting lost in the process instead right. of knowing why you're doing it. And so I think that if you want to build a good habit, if you're struggling to maintain it, Find a way to remind yourself every day of that motivation, whether it's a vision board, a sticky note, a reminder on your phone, something that's demonstrating to you, what are you working for? Mm. Why is this? What is the purpose of this habit? And with that, you'll be like, right, I know I'm working towards that. And today may not be the day for it, but I know that I want to get there. So I have to work hard. And that helps me a lot. Keep the habits in check. (laughs) That's really cool that you say that, too. It allows you to kind of evaluate your situation, evaluate the habits that you're trying to build for yourself and being okay with the idea that if you kind of lose sight of what that habit was meant to do for you, that it's okay to just kind of change gears and and go towards something else. But allowing yourself that time to really look at you and understand, okay, I'm building this habit for this i think it's a really good thing too and it it makes you understand yourself even more yeah there's a program called miracle morning and i've been following it for about a year and i haven't done it myself Mm -hmm. and it's because i get really interested i'm in like a facebook group for it and i get interested as to the questions people ask and why they're doing things and the way that this program works is there's six different things that you have to do in the morning 10 minutes each thing and a common common question that i get in this chat is I'm doing this every day and I just don't feel like it's working or I'm struggling to maintain it. And I'm like, because you're doing something without knowing why you're doing it. You're doing it because this program's telling you you're going to be successful, that you're going to be happy, you're going to achieve your goals. And maybe that'll happen, you know, as we give ourselves the time to do things like this program structures for you, you will make progress because it's just allowing yourself that time. But if you're waking up and you're meditating, and you're reading a book, and you're writing for 10 minutes, and you're doing all these things, and you're not enjoying it, Mm -hmm. and you don't really see the purpose of it, it's not going to be maintained as a habit. It's just you forcing yourself to do something every day. It's not going to be second nature. And so for me, I see that, and I'm like, well, why do you keep doing that then? Because some program's telling you that it's going to make your life better. It's, It's really just understanding, okay, the reason that these things are in place is to make sure that you are giving yourself the time to make the progress you want. And that's really what most habits are for, is just a scheduled routine Mm -hmm. to allow yourself to work towards something that otherwise you may not give yourself the time for. Right. Yeah, you kind of don't want to lose sight of that, of trying to understand what the, the habit is there for and really trying to get the idea of, is this habit going to be beneficial for me? And it's great to try and, and, and try to implement it into your life, but you know, at some point, if it just feels like it's strenuous or you're doing it just because then that's another reason for you to kind of let go of that habit. And that's okay. There's a YouTuber, his name is Matt Diavella. He's a minimalist and he does these 30 day kind of 
exercises where he does 30 days of yoga, 30 days of meditation, 30 days of journaling. And in some of these episodes that he does, some of them just don't work out, like the meditating part. He tried to meditate every single day for 30 minutes for 30 days. At the end of the 30 days, he realized that actually meditation just is not for me. Mm -hmm. It's too hard for me to find the time to do it. It's too hard for me to find a place that's quiet enough for me to do it. And every time I do meditation, I'm thinking about too many other things that it allowed him to understand that I'm glad that I tried this, but I understand for me that it is not going to work. And that's okay. You have to be okay with understanding that some habits are better for other people. Some habits might not work out for you. That's okay. But allowing yourself to try it out and be as consistent as possible to that eventually come to that determination is very important. Yeah, it's proving to yourself that you want to make that change. And that's the most important part that you are actively seeking ways to make the changes that you want. And one good example for my own personal experience is the countless people saying you need to wake up at 5 a.m. to get everything you need done. I'm not waking up before 7. I'm not. You can't You can't tell me that I'm going to be a millionaire in a week by making, right, <laughs> like yeah. even that would not make me wake up before 7 a.m. It's just not happening for mm-hmm. me. And whenever I see that and I see people saying, okay, I got bust my butt to wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm exhausted mm-hmm. and I'm up before the sun and it's just so hard. I'm like, I don't want that. And I know that for myself yeah. and I know that I can still be productive without having to wake up at 5 a.m. I'd rather wake, stay up two hours later than do so. But the point I want to make here is that Again, other people's suggestions is not always applicable to everyone. It's mm-hmm. it's you, never going to be. <laughs> right. And that's the only absolute is that nothing works for everyone. And so I think that when you're finding habits, it has to be coming from you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard because you're like, okay, what habits do I need to, to be successful, to be happy in my life? And so you kind of research what other people are doing, some examples, and you try to take that for yourself without knowing why. Right. Yeah, uh, that's 100% true. And I think that that it's important to really take that away for people who are listening to, you know, you need to go at the beat of your own drum. You need to know what it is for yourself, what's going to work. I know that we can get lost a lot, especially when it comes to social media of all these how to's and how to make more money by waking up at five o'clock in the morning or all those kind of plans that people put out there. Am I saying that they don't work? No, I'm not saying that it could work. It could work for who you are, but to see you say that, you know, I'm not going to wake up at 5am. That's not for me. That is okay. And everyone listening needs to kind of understand that too, is that you just need to do it for yourself and whatever works it's going to work for you. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. You can't let other people tell you, oh, you're not waking up at 5 a.m. It's over. Right. Find what works for you. Find the time in your day that works for you. Again, that same program, I see people say, it's so hard to wake up this early. I'm waking up before the sun. I'm, I never wake up this early and I don't, I'm uncomfortable with it. And instead of saying, okay, I'm going to shift my same habits a little later, they suffer. Right. And then it's counterintuitive because you're doing something and it's forming a habit that is not necessarily positive for you in order to achieve this success based on someone else's terms, right. which is unfortunate. But for me, there's a lot of different things that need to be in place. One is the motivation. 
aspect of it of making reminding myself why am i doing this what do i want the outcome to look like Mm -hmm. and making sure i'm working towards that but also another important step is making sure your environment is apt for what you your goal is if you want to go to the gym every day make sure that your gym clothes are easily accessible right that the process is is what you need it to be that if you need to work productively that you're not in a distracting environment that whatever it means to be make sure your environment supports you mm-hmm. and that's something that i didn't think was important i was like i can just be in any environment and just do the things i need to do but it's so much easier when you allow just where you live or where you work to support the things that you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's, that was huge for me when I was trying to go to the gym early in the morning is to make sure I knew that I had my gym clothes laid out ready for the, as soon as I woke up instead of me having to kind of riffle through stuff, find where all my stuff is. And because if I was going to do that, I wasn't going to be going to the gym. I'd just kind of give up and be like, well, I can't find my gym shorts, so I guess I'm going to hop right back into bed. But yeah, that, I think that that's really important to to understand that part of it too. And I think what we've been kind of alluding to also are you know bad habits or building bad habits or trying to understand how to break those the best that you can. I think that just this idea of giving up on whatever the good habit that you're trying to incorporate is then turns into a bad habit. Maybe you then get too used to trying so many things and nothing is working out because you don't allow yourself the time to actually go through with it. 2090 rule. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That you just kind of give up. So it's kind of understanding those aspects, habit building and trying to not allow bad habits to creep in there going to happen from time to time and that's okay but for you to be aware of it as soon as possible so that way you can actually pivot and and try to change it into something good yeah and i think that when you're creating a habit it's much easier to set a routine than it is to go back and break something bad i know that i can look at habits that i have or had and it's a lot harder to stop doing them than it is to start doing something else mm-hmm. and with that again for me it's about why am I needing to stop? Is it for my health? Is it for my productivity? Is it for my happiness? What is the, why is the reason that this is happening? Why is it needing to change? What is enabling this behavior? Why is it that I keep doing it? Is it because it's easy? Is it because I'm lazy? Is, is it because I don't have the resources necessary to make me successful in it? And when you start looking at it like that, you start finding the reasons why you keep doing this mm-hmm. behavior over and over. If I have my phone close to my bed when I wake up, I'm going to want to see if I have any notifications. I'm enabling myself by having it there. But it's also because I need an alarm clock. If I had an alarm clock already besides my phone, there would be no use for it. Right. So I wasn't or am not enabling myself to create that habit because of not having the proper resources or not having the proper care to do so. Right. And I, I like that the fact that you brought that up about is it healthy for you and is it beneficial for you? My question to you is when does a habit, good or bad, become an addiction? Because I think that there are obviously bad habits that are there that can turn into addiction, but I think that there are good habits that can kind of consume you throughout your day. So in your opinion, um, when do you think that that becomes an addiction? Yeah, I think that it very easily becomes so. And you see with the gym, right? 
all of us need to have exercise for our health. It's not a question of, of if, but we do. And so there are people that do become gym rats and mm-hmm. become obsessed with going. It's their entire life. And while they're doing something good in the eyes of society, science, their health, the obsessive point of it is where it can get because problems. And with addiction, it's it's a very fine line and it's not something that can be a set amount per person because it's all up to their lifestyle and what they do. It's really hard to stop one mm-hmm. because once you establish that routine, it's almost an obsession to maintain it. And that's what I was mentioning earlier with the process and not the outcome. If you're going three hours every day to the gym and you're obsessed with going and it starts affecting other parts of your life. Mm. I think that's when you can identify anything as an addiction is when it stops you from maintaining a healthy life, a healthy relationship with those around you. And it starts impacting your ability to just act however it may be. And that's, it's a hard one. It it really is. But it's something that's definitely needed to be talked about because I think that a lot of times society will say, okay, you're going to the gym. That's great. And not identify that you're not supposed to be going that often, mm-hmm. or you're becoming a bit obsessed with whatever you're doing to the point that it's no longer for an outcome and you're becoming too attached to the thing that you're doing. Yeah. That's a great point too, that if it's sacrificing you as your health, I guess you could say, if it's sacrificing friends and family, if it's sacrificing work or school, I think that that is the time when a habit needs to be reassessed a little bit. And maybe that it is turning into something that's becoming an addiction. As an example for a bad habit um, of mine, and this is something I brought up before, is is gambling, obviously. Mm-hmm. What turned into going bingo with friends because there's free drinks to playing at the machine at the bar, then turned into a habit of that excitement of winning money that then it turned into something even bigger than I couldn't even imagine. Then it turned to the table games and then it turned into me going on my lunch break at work. It turned me not seeing friends or talking to family because I either felt embarrassed by the habit that I've caused myself to be consumed of. So that then turned into the addiction that I had. And I think it, it took me to, which is kind of where I wanted this kind of conversation to go to is when those bad habits start and they turned into addiction, the only way for me to get rid of that habit, get rid of that addiction was to find the help that Mm -hmm. was necessary. So for people who are listening out there, if it gets to that point where a bad habit is starting to consume you or it does turn into somewhat of an addiction, that it's okay to find the help that you need in order to that bad habit or to stop that addiction because at that point in my life I had no way of figuring out how to let that go I didn't know how to do it on my own that once I found Gamblers Anonymous once I found therapy it allowed my brain to kind of turn that over and allow me to stop having that be an obsessive part of my life so if it gets to that point find help because it's important not just for you but for people who are around you too, because I'm pretty sure they see it as well and they want to help as much as they can. And maybe some people just don't know how to to help you out. So yeah, that's my PSA for today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that oftentimes it happens so fast. You start off with something that seems 
meaningless or harmless and even fun mm-hmm. winning money. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, your relationship starts suffering and you start sacrificing time to go do this thing. And it becomes less about whatever the habit is and more about the obsession and the having to do it mm-hmm. that that it's hard. But like he said, like you said, I don't know why I've heard you. <laughs> like PSA, like he said, help is out there. And yep. it's it's very courageous to even admit I need help and to seek that out because it's not easy. No, no. And yeah, so I'm glad you mentioned that. But I also want to say that there is addiction to things that are not always talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, we have gambling and different drugs and alcohol. But something that comes to mind, and this may seem kind of silly at first, but I saw this TikTok. And she was saying, this random girl, she was saying, if you were out with your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, and they got murdered, when you went home that night, would you still do your skincare routine? Well, <laughs> and I was like, that's that's an obsession. Like, well, you can't take a step away from a habit that you do every night to, like, mourn. And there was people that were like, oh, my gosh, you're crazy if you don't continue to do your skin right. routine. And I was like, I would not be doing my skincare routine. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, there there are bounds to it. And like I said, it's about not becoming so obsessed with the doing of whatever the habit is and more about, okay, how does this fit into my life and is it appropriate in the sense that it needs to be fitting into right. it? And so... Wow. (laughs) I thought that was crazy. (laughs) That is crazy. But it it sparks that conversation of like, is the habit too much? Or could you miss a day or two of that habit? Has it really consumed you to that point where you, I just, I can't miss it. I can't, I can't do that. So Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things that I don't think we talk enough about. And I'm glad that we're uh, allowing that space to have this discussion because it's important to learn about all aspects of a, of a habit, really, regardless if it's good or bad, there's always going to be something that needs to be touched upon. So I'm glad that we're doing that. Yeah. I think it's interesting because I, I can't name people close to me as habits. Like we don't sit down and be like, what habits do you got? (laughs) What do you be doing? Like, (laughs) and so it's, it's something that's extremely personal to however you define what you want it to be. But it's something that we all have to experience and go through. And so it's really interesting to hear what are the commonalities, Mm -hmm. like going to the gym or what are the things that apparently only successful people do, like waking up at 5 a.m. Right. And and to hear how that works, it's it's really interesting. Yeah. Let's get into a couple quotes. First one is time magnifies the margin between success and failure. It will multiply whatever you feed it. Good habits make time your ally. Bad habits make time your enemy by James Clear. And that's exactly what we've been talking about today is introducing those good habits are, are going to be beneficial for you, not just right now, not just in a month or so, but it, it's lifetime, really. If, if you're able to keep up with that consistency and allow it to become a part of your life, good habits are exactly that. They're good for you. But Allowing those bad habits, for example, like we were talking about just the phone, you know, you wake up in the morning, you grab the phone, you're on the phone for like an hour when you really didn't want to, um, it can make time your enemy. And there's so many things that we do throughout our day that I'm sure that we could put down for a little while in order for us to focus on what are the things, what are the things that we want to do that we kind of just 
let time slip by. Mm -hmm. There's been multiple times I've been on my phone on Instagram, on YouTube, and two, three, four hours go by, and then you realize, like, I didn't do anything today. Yeah. Other than look at whatever new dance move is out there or some mukbang video. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I always think about if I didn't have a phone like people back when, how much more productive would I be? Mm. Like, what would my life look like? Because I wouldn't be spending all these hours every day. Seeing my screen time scares me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what could I better be doing with that time? Right. Right. But that brings me to my quote, which is, we become what we repeatedly do by Sean Covey. And this is just a good reminder that the kind of the steps that you're taking towards a better life, mm-hmm. towards life that you want to have, it starts with what you're doing in those life. And just like it says, you become what you do repeatedly. And that's just something that it seems so obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, of course, if you, you do this every day, you, do, you know, you don't do this. That's part of who you are. But it really adds up, like you were saying, the little things every day that make up a month, make up a year, those are really contributing to who you are as a person. And something that always gets me is if you started something two weeks ago, today you would be two weeks better at it. Right. And that always makes me think, wow, I need to start something mm-hmm. today. It's like, kind of that <laughs> uh, 1% rule. You know, as long as you're getting better by 1%, you're attributing to a better life. You're understanding what it is that you're trying to do even better than it was before. So yeah, I totally agree with that quote. And it's that same idea of people say that it takes 10,000 hours to become a master at something, but it starts at doing it repeatedly. It's not you're doing it for a couple of days and you drop it for six months and then you try to bring it back. If if you do something like that, it takes you longer, even longer than um, it would have been if you were just consistent throughout those mm-hmm. six months. So introducing those good habits into your life, doing them constantly, being consistent as possible is only attributing to you being the person that you want to be in and to incorporate all those good habits into your life uh, for the long term. Definitely. Yeah. And so moving forward, we always talk about how do we use this in the real world? How do we use this to love ourselves? And I see you have some stuff written down here, and I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, so I did a little bit of research on habit building, and there are about five points that I put down here on how to build a new habit. Number one is start with an incredibly small habit. By the way, this is uh, from jamesclear.com. A habit guide is what he ended up producing for this. So number one, start with an incredibly small habit. Picking a new habit that is easy enough that you don't need motivation to do it. Rather than starting with 50 push-ups per day, start with five push-ups per day. Rather than trying to meditate for 10 minutes per day, start by meditating for one minute per day. Make it easy enough that you can get it done without motivation. Yeah, wow. I love hearing that because a lot of times it's about oh, I don't have time to do it. I don't have mm-hmm. time to go to the gym. I don't have time for whatever it is. And so anyone has time to do five push-ups or one minute of meditation. And that's a good way of having the routine of doing it every day. Eventually you're like, okay, I can spend more time doing it and more time and develop it more. So yeah. I love that. Yeah, it actually brings me back to uh, another podcast I was on. A friend of mine, her name is Drea. She has a podcast called Unpopular Passion. And uh, she mentioned something similar to this where you know, we can be on YouTube, Netflix, Instagram for hours upon hours. But when you tell yourself that you need to go to the gym for an hour or 30 minutes, it's such a strenuous task. It's like, oh, I don't know if I have any time for this. But you can be in bed for three hours <laughs> on exactly. your phone. 
<laughs> you know, so it's kind of changing that mindset of picking the smaller tasks to where you don't have to pump yourself up to do it. You just do it because it's easy. So I think that is a great number two, increase your habit in very small ways. Rather than trying to do something amazing from the beginning, start small and gradually improve. Along the way, your willpower and motivation will increase, which will make it easier to stick to your habit for good. Yeah, this is kind of what I was talking about in the beginning about setting a New Year's resolution, whatever it may be, and kind of feeling like I don't have the motivation to get from A to Z. Mm -hmm. If you think about it more of how do I get from A to B, B to C, and that by the end of the year, you'll have a good solid foundation of being right where you want to be. It's a lot more achievable and it, it makes it a lot easier to understand. That way I, I, I'm not like, okay, I have to qu quit eating meat cold turkey. Mm -hmm. I can say I want to go down to three times a week. And then eventually I'm comfortable and say once a week. And then eventually I'm like, I don't even need it anymore. Right. And approaching it that way seems a lot more possible too. Yeah. I think that that's exactly right. And allowing yourself to kind of ease yourself into whatever that habit is gradually could make it even easier for you to continue that habit over time. So I think that that's uh, really important to know as well. Yeah. And it also demonstrates growth. If you're constantly trying to increase, improve whatever the habit is, it means you're trying to grow who you are as a person. How mm -hmm. can I make this better? How can I be better through this? Yeah. Okay, number three, as you build up, break habits into chunks. If you continue adding 1% each day, you'll find yourself increasing very quickly within two or three months. It is important to keep each habit reasonable so that you can maintain momentum and make the behavior as easy as possible to accomplish. Yeah, it's like when you have a task to do. And instead of thinking, okay, I have to write an essay, thinking, okay, I have to do do the research. I have to write the intro. I have to write and breaking it into those small steps makes it that much more achievable, just mm -hmm. like we keep saying. So once you look at it that way, it, it becomes less like a chore in your brain, right? Because in your brain, you're like, wow, that's a lot. I gotta do." <laughs> but when you break it up, you're like, okay, I can accomplish the first one. And then you'll see you still have energy. You can accomplish the next part of it. And it really sets you up for success. Yeah. Uh, I think it gives you that flexibility too to understand, okay, I'm trying to build this big habit, but they, there are smaller things that I can do to, to achieve that bigger one. It, it gives you flexibility of time, flexibility of your mind to process what it is that you're trying to do. So all in the, the just helping you to get to your end goal, really. Number four, when you slip, get back on track quickly. And I know we talked about this a lot too. Research has shown that missing your habit once, no matter when it occurs, has no measurable impact on your long-term progress. Rather than trying to be perfect, abandon your all or nothing mentality. And we get lost in that. Everyone does. Mm -hmm. We say, okay, I missed a day. I was 32 days in a row and then I missed a day and it's over for Forget me. Forget it. I'm done. I'm done. Like those other days didn't matter at all. Right. And obviously when you think about it like that, you're like, oh, that sounds silly, right? And my friend once, he was going to the gym every day. I was like, how do, you, how do you do it? I can't do it. It's so hard for me. And he said, I never let myself go more than two days without doing something. Mm -hmm. So if I miss two days, I know I have to go the next day or I have to do whatever habit is the next day. Yeah. And that really tells you, okay, you can give yourself some slack if you're going through a busy time, if you're traveling or just didn't feel like it that day. Right. You are allowing yourself to, the space to be a human 
Right. And start again. So important to remember that too is we're all human. We're going to make mistakes. We fail. It's fine. But it's your tenacity in order to continue what it is that you're trying to put into your life. That's what's really important. So at the end of the day, love yourself a little bit, all right? Yeah. Okay. Just give yourself some love. It's fine. It's okay. Don't be down on yourself. Do it tomorrow. Do it the next day. But as long as you continue to strive to do it, that's what's important. And lastly, number five, be patient. Stick to a pace you can sustain. Learning to be patient is perhaps the most critical skill of all. You can make incredible progress if you are consistent and patient. Yeah, and I think this really sums up the self-love aspect of it. If you truly are caring and loving for yourself, you're understanding why you have to do this and giving yourself the space and the patience to achieve it. Mm -hmm. If you, like I said, if you care, you want to make sure it happens for you and you're going to set yourself up for success. Yeah, allow yourself to understand that things take time. It's okay that it takes time. I know that I've got myself into bad spots in the past. For example, the gym, obviously, you always want the results to be immediate. I, so want, I want to go to the gym for one hour, wake up in the morning, be yoked. After a core workout, I'm That's like, it. where's the abs? Legs looking like trunks after <laughs> three squats. That's what I want. It's not going to happen. You have to understand that you need that time to uh, build the progress that you are making towards whatever habit that it is and know that the finish line will be there when it's going to be, don't rush through it too quickly. Again, if you do too much at one go, you aren't going to be consistent enough. You might drop the habit that you're trying to incorporate. So, you know, give yourself some time. It's going to work out. Just stay consistent, be focused. It will be there. Yeah, a problem that I usually see is people trying to start too many new habits at once. Like you, you have your New Year's resolution. There's eight things you want to do and you try to make those eight new things happen every day. It's very difficult because it's not a routine yet. It's not a habit. So it is strenuous. It does take energy to do those things because it isn't just a habit that happens naturally. Right. And so having first the compassion for yourself to say, I love myself as I am now and I love myself enough to want to grow, to want to be a better person. With that, what do I need to do? What steps do I need to make the change? How can I allow myself to have this habit? How can I support myself in creating this habit and just working from there? Yeah. Beautifully said, as always, from Ayla, come on, people. (laughs) Come on. This is what you subscribe for right here. So in closing, Ayla, how can we use this to love ourselves? Yeah, like we mentioned, you know, it's just taking the the different points we've made today and having that conversation with yourself. Like we always do every week, we tell you it's about having the conversation, not only with me and you, but how are you having this conversation with yourself? What are you doing to say, how can I love myself better? Am I really allowing myself to be the best person I can be? Am I not drinking enough water? And how do I make that a habit? Am I not caring for myself the, the way I need to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's perfect. I think that pretty much sums up everything that we've talked about today and and, and understanding that it's okay to have uh, these discussions uh, when it comes to habit building and uh, who you know uh, as yourself personally. I think that it's just all about that personal growth within you 
to become the better person, to become a person that you see in the mirror that you want to become. So it's all very important stuff. I hope that this helps everyone out there figure out what habits they want to incorporate into mm-hmm. their life and or know now that there are some bad habits that you want to try to get rid of as well. And again, it all takes time. It all takes progress. But being aware of it up front and being compassionate with yourself, like you said, are really the keys in order for you to begin this kind of new process. Yeah. And don't be afraid to really take the time to research it. Look it up. What are habits that other people have? Like I said, we don't really talk to each other about that. So what are the habits that potentially can make your life better and are they reasonable for you and what your goals are or what are the habits that you may not realize are bad habits Mm -hmm. and just kind of finding out more and with that we want to hear from you leave us a comment on instagram twitter at the ly foundation or on facebook facebook.com slash the ly foundation let us know what you thought about today's episode and what habit building means to you Also, please leave us a review of the LYF podcast. That way we can continue to produce more content and grow the show. Thank you for listening to the conversation. And until next time, love yourself, love one another, and love this planet we call home.